Hi, nursing students. It's Dean Turple. This is Dean Turple's podcast. Today is March 23rd. It's a Monday, and we're back to class today. So I'm recording this from my home office, which is a corner in my family room. And my office mates are my four dogs, and they're all sleeping at the moment, but that can change on a dime. So if they start barking, we may need to take a little break so I can yell at them because, you know, yelling at them always helps not. So I hope you guys are all doing well. I hope you're healthy. Uh, it's been a crazy week, to say the least. I usually make a few notes before I record a podcast, even though it may not seem like that. I didn't really do that today because I didn't want to put this off any longer. So um, this may be a little scattered. First, all of your didactic classes today, which we generally call theory classes, are going to be delivered via remote instruction. So remote is like considered more like teleconferencing. Um, we used uh, different terms all week. A lot of people are saying online, while some of the classes, especially the classes in the RN to BSN program, are delivered in an online format, online is a little bit different than remote. Um, online is more of a philosophy and a way of providing the education. What we're shooting for here is remote delivery with some aspects of online education. I This is a major departure, a major change. Not just a major change, it's a, it's a complete and total change for our nursing program, for our associate degree nursing program. There probably will be some hiccups and challenges today and throughout this week, maybe even into next week. If you are experiencing technical issues, the absolute fastest way to get technical help is through IT. They have been working around the clock. They are responding to help desk tickets as quickly as they can, and you can access them from my BC. Even though we were on a pause last week, many of our faculty did some practice runs or our trial runs with you. So if you haven't participated in those yet, um, just be sure you log on to your class this morning. Be sure you log on to your D2L this morning, Monday morning. Um, okay, so a lot of questions, a lot, a lot of questions, right, in our program. Yesterday, we received notice from the state attorney general that for the purposes of preparing for, responding to, and mitigating any effect of COVID-19, pre-licensure nursing education programs, and then some other programs, but we are a pre-licensure nursing education program, with the approval of the dean or program director, program chair, or program coordinator, in our case, it would be the dean, which is me, we may substitute supervised remote live video conferencing for didactic hours. That's what we're doing. That's what your class is going remote. We are substituting supervised remote live video conferencing for didactic hours. And we may substitute simulation for all supervised clinical instruction hours required by any statute or rule. Any statute or rule to the contrary is hereby suspended for the period of time provided in this paragraph, unless extended by order of the State Surgeon General. Though in that specific paragraph there was no time limit noted, other aspects of that order from the Florida 
um, from the state um, attorney general, I'm sorry, surgeon general, everything else went up to May 31st. So we anticipate that there will be more information from the Board of Nursing after they meet on April 2nd. But what we know right now, this moment, is that those students who are currently in their trends clinical rotation will be able to finish their clinicals via simulation. If successful in meeting the objectives, they can go ahead and graduate. If they pass their clinical and pass their trends theory course, if you, those of you who are in trends, if you pass your theory clinical and your theory, I mean your trans clinical and your trans theory course, if you meet the objectives and earn a passing grade, then you'll be able to graduate. That's what that means. I wanna give you a little bit of a history about what happened the week before last and last weekend with our canceling our clinicals. I feel like I tried to explain it a little bit on the blog, but maybe not well enough because I'm still getting, you know, the same questions. So last weekend, la um, I had been working on this from the week before, obviously, but last Sunday, I started to get communications from students and even some faculty that felt like it was inappropriate for, for students to go to clinicals in the hospital. Uh, given the current um, COVID-19 risk. My personal opinion on that was a little bit different. Nurses provide care to sick people. And from my point of view, it was a perfect opportunity for students to be of use to the hospitals and to see what's really happening and to provide nursing care to people who really needed it and continue to need it. By Sunday evening, we had a couple of hospitals, last Sunday evening, so a week ago, the whatever that day, the 14th, we had a couple of hospitals already saying that they were not going to be able to take students. By Monday morning, realizing that the college was going to a, a remote delivery and to have groups of students together preparing for clinical assignments was not going to be prudent. So we, I made the difficult decision and it was a very difficult decision to make, very difficult. I made the very difficult decision to cancel all clinical courses. There were some other options we had. We could have continued with them and provided incompletes, but we didn't know what was going to happen. And we knew that just getting to a remote learning environment was to teleconferencing for our, for our didactic courses, our theory courses was going to be challenging. And we had no word from the hospitals about when they were gonna open back up. Even though we felt pretty certain, or I felt pretty certain, that the Surgeon General and the Board of Nursing would give us some concessions, we were not prepared to provide simulation in place of clinical hours for all of the other pro all of the other courses except for trends. We have a strong clinical program, much stronger than many other clinic than many other nursing programs in the community. We send graduates out to get jobs because they have a strong clinical background. 
we can't just on a dime replace all of our clinicals with simulation. We may be able to do more simulation to get you guys back into your clinicals in the next session, in the next term, and get through this while the hospitals are trying to continue to recover from whatever they're going through. But we cannot just immediately with the snap of a finger, oh, we're just going to replace all of our clinicals with simulation. There needs to be some thought going into that. So on Monday morning, I canceled all clinical courses. Of course, I work with the associate deans and of course I consult with them and I take into consideration everything that they suggest and they were in agreement with me as far as I know. They didn't um, overtly disagree with me. So um, the minute I did that, I started getting communications from students and others who said, you know, kind of the opposite. How dare I do that when you can't move forward in the program? And even this week, I've gotten very mixed messages from even those who are still in trends clinicals. I've gotten some students who are panicked because they didn't have a hospital clinical. And I got some communications with students who are still, and even their parents, who are still able to go to the hospital to complete their clinical hours, who feel that they shouldn't have to. I, you know, I, I just, I just, I have a different philosophy on that. Nurses take care of sick people and you can have many worse things happen to you in the hospital. I'm living proof of that. Um, I actually was exposed to uh, tuberculosis and converted to a positive PPD and actually had to take the medications because of an exposure at uh, one of the hospitals I was working for. But, you know, anyway, I made the best decision I could at the time. It's not been popular with everybody. There's nothing I can do about that. No decision I make is going to be popular with everybody, but I wanna make sure that you heard it from me. I've, if you're reading my blog, then you know that many people have asked what's going to happen this summer. How am I gonna make these clinicals up? Am I going to stay on track? Am I going to graduate when I thought I would? So the only thing I can say to that is I do not believe that except for any trends students who meet the objectives and pass their courses, I do believe that everybody else, your graduation is going to be delayed a little bit. And, you know, we're going to try to see if we can come up with a way to make that up, but we need to maintain our high quality program. So at this point where we, we are where we are, this wasn't intentional and we had no way of knowing that this was going to happen so we could change our program sooner. The entire country, actually the entire world, is in the same situation. So at this point, we have to accept where we are so that we can move forward because really until everybody accepts that, yes, graduation may be somewhat delayed, we really can't move forward. As far as what will happen this summer, how we are going to give classes, how we are going to get you through the clinical that you missed right now, that's another very good question that we don't have an answer to. We have a lot of options, but we haven't chosen an option right now for sure. Last week, our faculty were focused on learning new processes and procedures, new computer programs, rewriting their courses 
so that they would match the remote learning in it, you know, directive that we were given. And to start bugging them about how do you want to run this summer would have been highly inappropriate. And we cannot make that decision. I cannot make that decision without faculty input because they're the ones who are going to be delivering the classes. It also means some changes to our curriculum and our curriculum should be faculty driven. It is faculty driven. It should be faculty driven. And that is a directive from our accreditation body, um, the ASIN. So I understand, I really do, the anxiety that all of you are facing, but there would be anxiety even if we knew what to do. There would be anxiety right now even if we were able to just, at the drop of a hat, provide a simulation alternative for all of your clinical at this moment because there's so much else going on. So I have to tell you that even, um, even as many times as you ask, the answer is probably going to be the same. I hope to have a plan for this summer by the end of next week. But right now we need to focus on getting this remote instruction up and running. We need to get you used to remote learning and figure out how you're going to do this with your current home situation. So I'm going to ask you for patience again. I know it's not something you really want to hear from me. I'm pretty sick of asking for it <laughs> because I feel like I can't do anything else but say, please be patient. But I, I think that we're going to come out of this a stronger program. There are always good things that happen from a disaster. And one of the good things that's happening right now is that you have an opportunity to focus on your theory class. Those of you who are in process two theory, you have an opportunity right now to focus on just farm and, and process two theory. And that's, you know, that's something everybody's been asking me for for a long time. So do well in your theory class, really learn the material. You have the opportunity to do that right now. And we will work out the clinical as soon as we can. And we'll move, for, move you forward as soon as we can. So I hope you guys have a good day today. You know, I appreciate hearing from all of you. I absolutely hate having the campuses closed like this because I can't see all of you. And it's very depressing. I've been over there almost every day and I, I don't like it. It's very empty, it's very depressing. So I look forward to connecting with all of you. I plan to set up some sort of remote sessions where we can talk, but for now, hang in there. Please stay healthy, please stay well. Please just uh, adhere to the social distancing guidelines, adhere to you know hand washing with soap and water, right? Who cares there's a shortage of hand sanitizer? Everything is saying that soap and water is the way to go anyway to kill this virus. You know, adhere to all of the guidelines from the CDC. Keep your family safe. Keep, your, keep yourself safe so that I can see you again soon. Hi, nursing students. It's Dean Turple. This is Dean Turple's podcast. Today is March 23rd. It's a Monday, and we're back to class today. So I am recording this from my home office, which is a corner in my family room. And my office mates are my four dogs and they're all sleeping at the moment, but that can change on a dime. So if they start barking, we may need to take a little break so I can yell at them because, you know, yelling at them always helps not. 
So I hope you guys are all doing well. I hope you're healthy. Uh, it's been a crazy week, to say the least. I usually make a few notes before I record a podcast, even though it may not seem like that. I didn't really do that today because I didn't want to put this off any longer. So um, this may be a little scattered. First, all of your didactic classes today, which we generally call theory classes, are going to be delivered via remote instruction. So remote is like considered more like teleconferencing. Um, we used uh, different terms all week. A lot of people are saying online, while some of the classes, especially the classes in the R into BSN program, are delivered in an online format, online is a little bit different than remote. Um, online is more of a philosophy and a way of providing the education. What we're shooting for here is remote delivery with some aspects of online education. I This is a major departure, a major change. Not just a major change, it's a, it's a complete and total change for our nursing program, for our associate degree nursing program. There probably will be some hiccups and challenges today and throughout this week, maybe even into next week. If you are experiencing technical issues, the absolute fastest way to get technical help is through IT. They have been working around the clock. They are responding to help desk tickets as quickly as they can, and you can access them from my BC. Even though we were on a pause last week, many of our faculty did some practice runs or our trial runs with you. So if you haven't participated in those yet, um, just be sure you log on to your class this morning. Be sure you log on to your D2L this morning, Monday morning. Um, okay, so a lot of questions, a lot, a lot of questions, right, in our program. Yesterday, we received notice from the state attorney general that for the purposes of preparing for, responding to, and mitigating any effect of COVID-19, pre-licensure nursing education programs, and then some other programs, but we are a pre-licensure nursing education program, with the approval of the dean or program director, program chair, or program coordinator, in our case, it would be the dean, which is me, we may substitute supervised remote live video conferencing for didactic hours. That's what we're doing. That's what your class is going remote. We are substituting supervised remote live video conferencing for didactic hours. And we may substitute simulation for all supervised clinical instruction hours required by any statute or rule. Any statute or rule to the contrary is hereby suspended for the period of time provided in this paragraph, unless extended by order of the State Surgeon General. Though in that specific paragraph there was no time limit noted, other aspects of that order from the Florida, um, from the State um, Attorney General, I'm sorry, Surgeon General, everything else went up to May 31st. So we anticipate that there will be more information from the Board of Nursing after they meet on April 2nd. But what we know right now, this moment, is that those students who are currently in their trends clinical rotation will be able to finish their clinical via simulation. 
if successful in meeting the objectives, they can go ahead and graduate. If they pass their clinical and pass their trans theory course, if you, those of you who are in trans, if you pass your theory clinical and your theory, I mean your trans clinical and your trans theory course, if you meet the objectives and earn a passing grade, then you'll be able to graduate. That's what that means. I want to give you a little bit of a history about what happened the week before last and last weekend with our canceling our clinicals. I feel like I tried to explain it a little bit on the blog, but maybe not well enough because I'm still getting, you know, the same questions. So last weekend, um, I had been working on this from the week before, obviously, but last Sunday, I started to get communications from students and even some faculty that felt like it was inappropriate for, for students to go to clinicals in the hospital. Yeah, given the current um, COVID-19 risk. My personal opinion on that was a little bit different. Nurses provide care to sick people. And from my point of view, it was a perfect opportunity for students to be of use to the hospitals and to see what's really happening and to provide nursing care to people who really needed it and continue to need it. By Sunday evening, we had a couple of hospitals, last Sunday evening, so a week ago, the whatever that day, the 14th, we had a couple of hospitals already saying that they were not going to be able to take students. By Monday morning, realizing that the college was going to a, a remote delivery and to have groups of students together preparing for clinical assignments was not going to be prudent. So we, I made the difficult decision and it was a very difficult decision to make, very difficult. I made the very difficult decision to cancel all clinical courses. There were some other options we had. We could have continued with them and provided incompletes, but we didn't know what was going to happen. And we knew that just getting to a remote learning environment was to teleconferencing for our, for our didactic courses, our theory courses was going to be challenging. And we had no word from the hospitals about when they were gonna open back up. Even though we felt pretty certain, or I felt pretty certain that the Surgeon General and the Board of Nursing would give us some concessions, we were not prepared to provide simulation in place of clinical hours for all of the other pro all of the other courses except for trends. We have a strong clinical program, much stronger than many other clinic than many other nursing programs in that community. We send graduates out to get jobs because they have a strong clinical background. We can't just on a dime replace all of our clinicals with simulation. We may be able to do more simulation to get you guys back into your clinicals in the next session, in the next term, and get through this while the hospitals are trying to continue to recover from whatever they're going through. But we cannot just immediately with the snap of a finger, oh, we're just going to replace all of our clinicals with simulation. There needs to be some thought going into that. 
So on Monday morning, I canceled all clinical courses. Of course, I work with the associate deans. And of course, I consult with them and I take into consideration everything that they suggest. And they were in agreement with me, as far as I know. They didn't um, overtly disagree with me. So um, the minute I did that, I started getting communications from students and others who said, you know, kind of the opposite. How dare I do that when you can't move forward in the program? And even this week, I've gotten very mixed messages from even those who are still in trends clinicals. I've gotten some students who are panicked because they didn't have a hospital clinical. And I got some communications with students who are still, and even their parents, who are still able to go to the hospital to complete their clinical hours, who feel that they shouldn't have to. I, you know, I, I just, I just, I have a different philosophy on that. Nurses take care of sick people and you can have many worse things happen to you in the hospital. I'm living proof of that. Um, I actually was exposed to uh, tuberculosis and converted to a positive PPD and actually had to take the medications because of an exposure at uh, one of the hospitals I was working for. But, you know, anyway, I made the best decision I could at the time. It's not been popular with everybody. There's nothing I can do about that. No decision I make is going to be popular with everybody, but I want to make sure that you heard it from me. I've, if you're reading my blog, then you know that many people have asked what's going to happen this summer. How am I going to make these clinicals up? Am I going to stay on track? Am I going to graduate when I thought I would? So the only thing I can say to that is I do not believe that except for any trends students who meet the objectives and pass their courses, I do believe that everybody else, your graduation is going to be delayed a little bit. And, you know, we're going to try to see if we can come up with a way to make that up, but we need to maintain our high quality program. So at this point where we, we are where we are, this wasn't intentional and we had no way of knowing that this was going to happen so we could change our program sooner. The entire country, actually the entire world, is in the same situation. So at this point, we have to accept where we are so that we can move forward because really until everybody accepts that, yes, graduation may be somewhat delayed, we really can't move forward. As far as what will happen this summer, how we are going to give classes, how we are going to get you through the clinical that you missed right now, that's another very good question that we don't have an answer to. We have a lot of options, but we haven't chosen an option right now for sure. Last week, our faculty were focused on learning new processes and procedures, new computer programs, rewriting their courses so that they would match the remote learning in it, you know, directive that we were given. And to start bugging them about how do you want to run this summer would have been highly inappropriate. And we cannot make that decision. I cannot make that decision without faculty input because they're the ones who are going to be delivering the classes. It also means some changes to our curriculum and our curriculum should be faculty driven. It is faculty driven. It should be faculty driven. And that is a directive from our accreditation body. Um, the 
ASIN. So I understand, I really do, the anxiety that all of you are facing, but there would be anxiety even if we knew what to do. There would be anxiety right now even if we were able to just, at the drop of a hat, provide a simulation alternative for all of your clinical at this moment because there's so much else going on. So I have to tell you that even um, even as many times as you ask, the answer is probably going to be the same. I hope to have a plan for this summer by the end of next week. But right now, we need to focus on getting this remote instruction up and running. We need to get you used to remote learning and figure out how you're going to do this with your current home situation. So I'm going to ask you for patience again. I know it's not something you really want to hear from me. I'm pretty sick of asking for it <laughs> because I feel like I can't do anything else but say, please be patient. But I, I think that we're going to come out of this a stronger program. There are always good things that happen from a disaster. And one of the good things that's happening right now is that you have an opportunity to focus on your theory class. Those of you who are in process two theory, you have an opportunity right now to focus on just farm and, and process two theory. And that's, you know, that's something everybody's been asking me for for a long time. So do well in your theory class, really learn the material. You have the opportunity to do that right now. And we will work out the clinical as soon as we can. And we'll move, for, move you forward as soon as we can. So I hope you guys have a good day today. You know, I appreciate hearing from all of you. I absolutely hate having the campuses closed like this because I can't see all of you. And it's very depressing. I've been over there almost every day and I, I don't like it. It's very empty. It's very depressing. So I look forward to connecting with all of you. I plan to set up some sort of remote sessions where we can talk. But for now, hang in there. Please stay healthy. Please stay well. Please just... Uh, adhere to the social distancing guidelines, adhere to, you know, hand washing with soap and water, right? Who cares there's a shortage of hand sanitizer? Everything is saying that soap and water is the way to go anyway to kill this virus. You know, adhere to all of the guidelines from the CDC. Keep your family safe. Keep, your, keep yourself safe so that I can see you again soon.